0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, salty winches. This is your host, Ryan Chuck Miller, and you're listening to The Salt, where we take objective, more in-depth views on the news, and of course, shit on everything. Remember, don't just take your news with a grain of salt. Take it with the salt. Today, we're going to be talking about whether or not a former U.S. ambassador to Ukraine lied during her testimony in the impeachment trials And I have a lot more media bias this week to talk about as well as a few good dick jokes for y'all. It's going to be a big, thick, veiny, juicy one today, folks. So get ready. Check it out. Today's show is very fucking special. This episode marks six months of continuous podcasting here on The Salt, and I am stoked about it. Before we know it, we're going to hit a year and that'll fucking call for a real party for every salty winch out there. How we doing, Salty Winches? Happy Wednesday. And yes, I know, it's been two late episodes in a row. Have mercy on me, sheeple. I'm so exhausted that I'm, <laughs> I'm actually drinking whiskey right now just to stay awake because I'm one of those freaks that gets like an insane amount of energy from alcohol for some crazy reason. Anyways, special thanks to the team here at the Salt Brother. Woo! We got Research Richard Solano, a.k.a. Dirty dick, brother. We got Madison the intern, a.k.a. Madison the sexy intern, brother. And we got cruise control taking these beats to the streets, brother. Get ready for the six-month round of the SmackDown, brother, because we're going to beseech, we're going to breach, and we're going to impeach, brother. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) That, That, of course, is our favorite returning character here on the show, Thank you for finally quitting the angry emails about Hulk Hogan, because as you can see, they did absolutely fucking nothing. He is here to stay, people. I, right, salty wenches, we're about to get into it, but not, oh, <laughs> not before a word from today's sponsor. Today's episode of The Salt is brought to you by Kangaroo Jack's Kangaroo Court Incorporated. Are you someone that is waiting, just waiting, to take someone to court for anything Have you tried in the past and just haven't gotten the support that you needed? Do you have some excuse now that you think might pass in court? Well, friends, Kangaroo Jacks Kangaroo Court Incorporated is here to help you. They'll set you up with a room full of witnesses that are ready to lie for you and a whole slew of jurors who are ready to vote in your favor every single time. So visit kjkci.com and impeach that motherfucker. I mean, take your enemies to court today. (laughs) And of course, of course, that is not our, (laughs) that is not our sponsor. That's just a little bit of fun that I'm having. And the website just brings you to like some login page that I'm pretty sure is in French. So there's no way I'm ever going to read it. But that sponsor was a direct reflection of how exactly I feel about the impeachment of Trump. And before any of y'all get your panties in a bunch, just just listen and I'll explain why that is in a few. Just tune in, okay? Spoiler alert, it's not because I'm in love with the dude. It's because I think we live in a country of universal standards and in my opinion, I saw the whole fucking lot of elected uh, and appointed officials not upholding those standards. But enough of that shit. I hate salty winches, let's get to learning. Let's get balls deep. First, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of the impeachment in case anyone forgot and then talk a little bit about the former U.S. ambassador's contradicting testimony. And then finally, we'll get into our updates. But just before we do anything, let me just note something. The Ahmed Arbery case is fucking horrible. I'm sure some of y'all are wondering why I haven't chosen to like fully salt that topic. And there's two reasons for that. First there's not really any political bias in the news about this case. That's, that's you know, kind of what we're here to do is make fun of that. And the second reason is there's nothing new that I can add to the conversation other than it's just fucking horrible. I just wanted to let y'all know that and, and let you know that I haven't forgotten or ignored it. Uh, but as of right now, there just isn't much that I can say that's different from the mainstream, which is what we're here to do. Okay, so on to our topic today. As far as the impeachment is concerned, here's the quick and dirty. President Trump withheld military aid from Ukraine last summer to pressure them into investigating Hunter Biden's role on the board of a company called Burisma. Hunter Biden is Joe Biden's son and Burisma is a Ukrainian gas company, a very wealthy, influential company in Ukraine. There were closed sessions leading up to the actual impeachment trials. And by closed sessions, I mean that like all the witnesses that were going to be called to the stand and the actual hearings were interviewed in secrecy so that no congressional Republicans knew about it. One of those witnesses was Marie Yovanovitch. 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 Yovanovitch, i fucking speak Russian. I should know how to say this, but did write it in Russian. I'll fucking know how to say it. it's Y O V A N O V I T C H. So you fucking tell me she's the former U S ambassador to Ukraine. Long story short, she and several others gave their testimonies at the hearings. Uh, president Trump was impeached in the house and acquitted in the Senate. Now, just this week, some new information was released about how Marie Jovanovic is pretty much on the same record, like lying under oath. That doesn't mean, that does not mean by any circumstances that we should treat it as a guilty until proven innocent situation. It hasn't been thoroughly investigated yet, and there hasn't, like, been a a perjury trial or any kind of trial at all. So, people, please, before you make your judgments, just fucking wait for the the final call to come out, all right? It's just a little bit of evidence, and we're going to talk about it. So, what happened? In a nutshell, Yovanovitch said that she had little to no knowledge of Burisma under oath during the impeachment proceedings. What she failed to mention is that she'd exchanged lots, like hundreds of emails, about Burisma with a guy named George Kent. And we'll talk about him in a second. We also see now that she failed to mention at least one meeting with Burisma officials that was set up by Mr. Kent. He was at the time, the Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for European and Eurasian Affairs. That is a fucking mouthful of a title, so it must be important within the fucking State Department. This information was released by the State Department under the Freedom of Information Act and was... <laughs> that is a mouthful. It was released to the public by Citizens United. They're like a, an, an organization that's all about this shit. Finally... Let's get one more fact out of the way before we talk a little bit of history, and I fucking rant as always. The penalty for lying under oath is five years in prison and or substantial fines. If you lie to Congress, it's raised to eight years and probably some heftier fines. Look, I spent like seven hours watching uh, Yovanovitch's testimony, uh, and a few more hours reading the emails and uh, like fucking look, I'm going to spare you those details. It's all online. You can look if you want, but I'm telling you right now, get ready for a long, boring ass rabbit hole to go down. It's it's literally like the, one of the worst ones I've ever go down. It's so dry. Now let's talk about this shit a little bit deeper. And let me say two things. Number one, impeachment is the most sensible tool that the framers of the constitution ever put in there as far as congressional and senatorial powers go. It gives them the authority to oust a real tyrant when they need to. And number two, I'm not an all out Biden hater or Trump lover. And as far as my party ID goes, I'm an independent because neither fucking party gives me what I want. So First, let's talk about why Hunter Biden needed to be investigated, which in turn led to the impeachment. In 2016, when Joe Biden was still vice president and head of affairs with Ukraine, his son, Hunter, gets appointed to be on the board of directors of the Ukrainian gas company, Burisma. He had no experience with the natural gas business, and as far as I know, he'd never even, like, been to Ukraine before that. This for the record, is an extremely lucrative position, like probably more than like 80% of Americans make. So do any of y'all smell smoke yet? Just wait. It gets, it gets worse. A Ukrainian prosecutor named Viktor Shokin was fired for investigating Burisma, specifically Hunter Biden's role in Barisma. The Obama administration forced that to happen by guess who? and guess what? <laughs> Not who. Withholding military aid. They withheld military aid to stop that investigation and get Shokin fired. More specifically, Joe Biden forced that and then fucking bragged about it on camera. Does anyone see the obvious corruption here? Also, is anyone seeing the double standard at all? Trump was impeached for withholding aid from Ukraine And Joe Biden gets, you know, the presumed Democratic nomination for a presidential candidate after doing the same fucking thing. In other words, the same people that pushed for impeachment for one dude that did a thing are now pushing for the election of another dude that did the exact same thing, except he's on their team this time. They were just looking for any excuse to get rid of the guy, but will ignore the exact same offense from someone else. Tell me what's right about that. Tell me where the code of standards that we're supposed to live by is because I can't seem to fucking find it here. And just to call back to the previous episode, the same people who are outraged at the simplest allegations against a Republican are now ignoring a similar allegation about a Democrat. Why? Well, It's been this way since 2016 and look, uh, if you're a Democrat listening to this, I'm sorry that this is just how it looks from my end from like a neutral standpoint. But like it, it just seems like nothing fucking matters except beating Trump. The ends justify the means to these people. Some of them are so blinded by hate that they fail to uphold the standards that they swore to protect. Please someone tell me I'm fucking wrong. Please show me how I'm wrong. Show me where in our legal system, in the constitution, and what we fucking learned in Sunday school where it says it's okay to break the rules, to catch the other guy that is breaking the fucking rules. Show me where it says that two wrongs make a right. And I'd love to see it and I will admit that I'm wrong, but uh, so far I have not seen that. So this Marie Ivanovich thing, it's not confirmed by the upper echelons, and it hasn't gone to trial. Just keep that in mind, all right? But I, I will tell you one thing. It just serves as more evidence of what I originally thought about the impeachment, was, which was that like these people were just looking for some way to make a political show out of how bad a dude the president is and were willing to do anything to do it. <laughs> her, her testimony was just mainly stories about wild orgies and gangbangs from a youth fueled uh, by cocaine and cheap male prostitutes. Anyway, she said, and I quote: "When I was young, my legs were open to every passerby, every onlooker, and every peeking tom. There was always plenty of cocaine in those days to fuel the free love, and goddamn it, we fueled it till Trump came along and fucked that all up, of course." End quote. <laughs> No, that is (laughs) is horribly offensive for a a woman that I still uh, respect for the most part. That is absolutely (laughs) not how her testimony went. Her testimony started out talking about how her parents fled the Soviet Union and the Nazis and moved to Canada. So that's a pretty fucking amazing story. Parents fleeing two of the most evil regimes in history. And then they come to Canada, move to the States when she's three. And, uh, and and then she goes on to be nominated three times as an ambassador by President Bush and President Obama. That's a pretty fucking incredible achievement. I, I don't know if any of y'all realize how big of a deal that is, but it's a big deal. You have to be handpicked by the president to be an ambassador. But here's the thing. She more or less was like taking credit <laughs> For her parents leaving. Like it was her who did it. Um, and, and the whole testimony was just to like garner sympathy. Like that's literally all it was for. She was fired by Trump, which by the way, he has the right to do. Um, ambassadors serve at the leisure of the president. And if the president wants someone else, then they're able to fire the ambassador and put someone else in that position. It, it happens a lot. Literally every single new president like cleans house when they come in, at least for the most part. So her presence there in the testimonies and in the, in the trial was just to garner sympathy. And, you know, her relevance was literally just that she'd spent a lot of time in Ukraine, like her, her testimony being that she didn't work in Ukraine at the time that the, that the aid money was withheld and she didn't know anything about Burisma. And those two things are what the whole impeachment was fucking centered around. So, you know, those two things being taken into account, she had no real relevance there. Right. But, if she did meet with the Burisma guys and knew a whole lot about it, like it seems like now, then she would have had a whole lot more relevance there. So I don't, I don't really, I don't really understand the fucking motive behind the, the deception the I guess the apparent deception. And yes, I'm highly critical here because look, if I'm going to go in front of fucking Congress, I'm going to have my story airtight with no possible way of it ever being questioned by anybody about anything. That's my backstory. That's my facts. That's everything. And that's especially if I claim I'm not even relevant to all of this corruption from the Obama and the Trump administrations. But that's just my dumbass opinion, all right? I'm I'm no one that should be listened to. But look, me and Marie... Share a lot of common views, too. Um, That's one thing that I discovered, especially the second time that I was watching her uh, her testimony. This was the second time today that I watched it. So she's like incredibly passionate about Ukraine and the Ukrainian people, just like I am, as y'all salty winches know. She's also adamant about getting Russia the fuck out of Ukraine and out of the U.S.'s business. Just like I am. That's what my book is about. So really, I loved this lady from the start. And uh, honestly, I still do. I'd love to sit down and have a coffee with her and talk about how much we hate Russia and love Ukraine and the U.S. But she appears to have concealed information during an impeachment testimony as a witness. And if and only if it is proven in court, then that much is unforgivable. Side note. She signed a book deal worth like seven figures about her testimonies. So it'd be actually like really fucking funny if it fell through because her testimony ends up being false. And, the, and look, th- this is just pure speculation. All right. But these people at the upper echelons of government seem to never really have to play by the same rules that the rest of us do, even though it's like for sure not written in our constitution that that's the case. So again, this is just pure speculation, but I honestly would be shocked if she ever got convicted of perjury and ever saw a single dollar in fines or like a day in prison, just like, you know, the rest of us would see the fucking maximum penalty, maybe even life. I don't know if lying to Congress. (laughs) Ah, fuck. All right. Enough of that shit. That is some heavy, Heavy stuff. Maybe I'm just not seeing the whole picture, but goddammit, I don't know how someone could possibly put the sheer amount of hours into researching the impeachment topic that I have and not see that there's at least a fair amount of fuckery afoot. But wait, we're getting a news flash from our in house news network. That is NBCN, News Before It Clues Network. Thanks, Ryan. Today, I am reporting live from the misery of my own home that President Trump made a shocking move upon discovery of former U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Yovanovitch's potentially false testimony. He today printed a transcript of the testimony, wiped his behind with half of the pages, and masturbated into the other half. He then sent them in the mail to her, along with photocopied pictures of his bottom Dick and balls. A shocking turn of events, indeed, Ryan. Talk to you. This is Richard Strokes, signing off. (laughs) Fuck, I love Dick Strokes. And yes, that was definitely not me doing a news reporter voice, uh, for sure. Sounds pretty par for the course for our president, though. Maybe maybe fucking next week's episode will be about that. I. So we're going to get into a little bit of the media coverage about today's topic and then do our updates. So basically, here's all there is to know. Uh, There's two credible sources covering it. Those are justthenews.com and Fox News. And why is that? Because just the news reports on like everything for the most part. And, you know, it fixed uh, Fox News reports on it just because it fits their fucking agenda. Why aren't other credible sources covering it? Well, because other than those two, literally every single one of them is very heavily Democrat. And yes, that includes Washington Post, The Atlantic, and The Wall Street Journal, just for those of you that think they lean right. They for sure don't. Journalists are like 90% Democrats. That's not a problem, but the bias really shows a lot of the time. And it doesn't fit these outlets' narratives to cover these kinds of stories, so they just fucking don't. Media sources don't care about informing the people anymore. They only want to influence the people, tell them how to feel, tell them how to act, and tell them how to vote. And that includes you and me. That's it. You'll see Fox do the same thing when it's something that makes Republicans look bad, too. But enough of that shit, all right? It's update time. Regarding last week's episode about Joe Biden's sexual assault allegations, 66% of uh, Democrats do not think he sexually assaulted Tara Reid, while 78% of Republicans think that he did do it. Most people say that it won't affect the way that they vote regardless of what the truth is, which I have to say really speaks to how we treat these kinds of allegations in our hyperpartisan fucking culture. Regarding Iran... There isn't much going on with them, except that they warned the U.S. not to interfere with any oil shipments to Venezuela. So check it out. Here's an interesting side note. I watched some of uh, season two of Jack Ryan with my parents. It's on Amazon Prime. I'm not advertising for them, but fucking A, it is a good series. Y'all should check that out. But it's about Venezuela, and I thought of, uh, you know, some of what they said was going to be exaggerated, but it wasn't. All right, so get this. Venezuela has the largest oil reserves of any country in the whole entire world. They have a ton of gold and more diamonds than all of Africa, but they're in total economic disaster. They're in an economic meltdown and they have been for a few years now. So why are they importing oil from Iran? essentially because socialism and mismanagement of finances. It's cheaper for them now to import oil from Iran than it is for them just to produce it and use it in their own country, even though they're sitting on top of the biggest reserves in the fucking planet. It's interesting as hell. So expect a full salting of Venezuela in the future. I'm sure they'll pop up in the news at some point. Regarding North Korea, being, <laughs> be expecting a lot more from that one basically kim jong-un aka chubby fuck kim may or may not be dead we don't fucking know but we do know that images have surfaced of kim jong-il square being renovated which hasn't happened since uh, since kim jong-il actually died so that's probably what's fueling a lot of the speculation that chubby fuck kim is dead oh and also he's been missing for a couple weeks now which is really important so i probably should have just led with that okay so Regarding Brent and West Texas intermediary oil prices, they have now broken $30 a barrel, which still is not great, but it's a hell of a lot better than the negative oil prices we saw last month. The world economy is healing people. The US stock exchange is steadily recovering as a whole, and I wish that my fucking stock portfolio would recover with it, but apparently I'm the most unintelligent investor like ever. Maybe I should write a book of what not to do when investing your money. And finally... The one we've all been waiting for. The dumb fucks burning down 5G towers. The U.S. Department of Homeland fucking Security issued warnings to wireless telecom providers to watch out for attacks on their shit. Between February and April alone, there were over $100,000 in damages in just western Tennessee. Reddit is alive with this shit and there have been... Fucking tutorials on YouTube for how to destroy these things for giving us all COVID-19. And if you don't think that they give us coronavirus, then wake up, sheeple. It's real. It's definitely not real. These people are fucking ridiculous. (laughs) I probably wouldn't be buying a a fucking new 5G phone anytime soon if I were y'all. And one last thing, salty winches, before we go. putin huilo. That means Putin is a dickhead. Fuck that dude. He licks goats, booty holes, and shit. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening today, Salty Winches. I am stoked to be here with y'all as always. Check it out. If you want to hear about a topic, just shoot me an email or DM me on Instagram and I'll look into it. No promises, but I love hearing from y'all and I would love to cover the topics that you want to hear about. My email is at, uh, not at, it's fucking podcast at gmail.com and my Instagram is at the salt underscore podcast. So about Instagram, yo, check it out. If you want a free sticker, shoot me a picture of you holding a piece of paper, a napkin, whatever. It doesn't matter just as long as it says listen to the salt and it has that written on there with the peace sign, we're good to go. Dan the man shot me his last week, so here's your second shout out, brother. Definitely check out that gram though. It's uh, it's pretty witty McShitty and I'm looking for some uh, some pictures of some big old biddy to put up there. I keep an eye out for my beer not for my beer that'd be fucking cool keep an eye out for my book and an ear open for that too it's about how russia influences our social media and what you yes you can do about it today it'll be coming out in august and i'll have an audiobook to accompany to accompany that as well special thanks again to the team here at the salt and special thanks to you salty winch for turning in today item out this bitch back to you salty winches this is ryan chuck miller signing off